Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in Hallelujah. We continue on with last week's message, part two. Walking in the spirit. Everybody say, walking in the spirit. Walking in the spirit. That means putting value on spiritual things. Walking in the spirit. Many of us, we have lived all our lives only with the things we can see with our eyes, the things we can touch with our hands, with the things we can hear, and not the things in the spirit. So all that we know is apart from um, what we can see, our judgment and everything is based upon things we can handle and things we can see and things we can feel. But I want you to know to live in the spirit is higher, is superior than living in the flesh. To live in the spirit is higher and superior than live in the flesh. I'm not saying that um, you, you need to discard your education or your business or whatever. But all that this teaching um, are six to do is to help you to have a better yield so that you could increase in life so that you can do better than what you're doing. It also means living God's kind of lifestyle and God will bless you mightily. Amen. Now we go to our key verse and that is First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived the things God has prepared for those who lacked in. Verse 10. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The things we cannot touch, the things we cannot see, the things that you have not even, you cannot conceive in your mind are things God has prepared for those who loved him. That means those who love God, God's 
does everything in the spirit and bring it to them in the flesh, in the spirit, and they will manifest in the flesh. So, you, you, you really need to know that the ability, and so, don't live only for the things you can see and the things you can handle and the things you can feel. Hallelujah. The Bible continued, the spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Everything is scrutinized by the spirit of God. Our conversation, our action, our behavior, you know, things that even we think we are joking with, the spirit will search, he will analyze them. The spirit will analyze them and know what are the contents, what, what are the purpose, what is it for, what will be the end of this conversation. So in the spirit, that's why God takes your words very serious. But we as humans, oh, I, I, I'm just joking. Who are making fun of it. But to God, he will analyze it. In the spiritual realm. So, if you want to live in the spirit, that's why you need to evaluate your speech, your attitude, your behavior. And it must be guided by the spirit of God. Your actions must be guided by the spirit of God. Because in the spiritual realm, the Bible says, if you, you, you go before God, you don't just vow. Because he said the angels will not take it. That oh, I was just joking. Amen. Something happened years ago in one of the towns. I'll not mention it. There was church habits. And you know, in the Orthodox churches, it's a bit of uh, the higher beda. So this, you know, they brought some items. And this one said, oh, I'll pay this. This said, I'll pay 10 cities. This 20 cities. And then on and And a man, he thought, he just, uh, he also want to say something. And he gave a higher bidder. And the, the bell rang. That means he's got in it. And after the service, the car led him home with song. That's what they do. The car led the man home with songs. He entered into, and the car stood outside singing. Thinking the man will go inside and bring the money. The choir sang and sang and sang. And this man never appeared. So somebody said that 
let's knock the door, let's look at. When they looked through the window, he opened the window and he, he ran away. Amen. Anyway, I won't tell you what happened. Amen. So, you, you need to be, when you are before God, you need to be serious and take things seriously because in the spirit, things are different. Amen. But in verse 11, for who knows a person taught except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thought of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words, taught us by human wisdom, but in words that by the spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spiritual thoughts words. 14. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are descent only through the spirit. If you are not spiritual you will not understand the things of God because they are hidden to you. You will not understand the things of God. If you are not spiritual and you can be fighting your parents and, and, and people will try to tell you, don't do that. But you think it's normal because you are not. You don't have spiritual understanding. And what you are doing, it will hurt you. No matter what your father has done, your mother has done, you have no right to disrespect him. You have no right to bring him or her down. People fight and even trying to naked their mother. I've watched such a scene before. to the mother and was even in the process to naked the mother. Because they have no what? Spiritual understanding. I've had several arguments people say my father didn't care for me and so me. Why? But when you analyze them in the spiritual context, God will not buy your argument. Whether your father took care of you or not, you are supposed to take care of him. You have no argument. You didn't choose your father. Who should be your father? You, didn't, you did not choose who should be your mother. And so, in such things, it takes spiritual understanding. Even though my father was not there for I have to be there. I have to honor him. 
have to take care of him. Have to do everything. Because in the spiritual world, God will not take it. God will not take it. You may have a sound argument, but in the spirit, it's nothing. In the spirit, it's nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. So, it is important that we need to have spiritual understanding and walk in the spirit. We need to have that conversation. We live in a world that today, you know, when you go to social media, people put anything there. Especially the so-called celebrities. If somebody is a celebrity, it doesn't mean the person is um, depository of wisdom or knowledge. Some actually do silly things and stupid things. Just to create attention. To them, just to make, I mean, anything that will attract attention, whether bad or good. When people don't have understanding of spiritual things, that is what they do. Hallelujah. Amen. Revelation 1.10 On the last day, I was in the spirit. Everybody said, I was in the spirit. So this suggests that there are times you are not in the spirit. If, if you have your fufu eating, you are not in the spirit. There are some people when they are eating, even when you greet them, they won't mind you. If you call, hello, hello. There are people, when they put their head down and they are facing their phone, there is no mercy or room for any conversation until they finish. So that one, you cannot be in the... But there are times... You will be in the spirit. If you are married and you are having a nice time with your wife or your husband in bed, you are not in the spirit. You are not in the spirit. But as you lift up your hands to God and begin to pray, you move into the spirit. You move into the spirit. God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminzer. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. 
God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. So, he's saying that in the last day, that was Sunday, and he was in the spirit. He was in the spirit in the last day. Now, let's read on. And I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet. So when he was in the spirit, he heard a voice. So in the spiritual realm, you can hear a voice. God can speak to you. God can communicate with you only in the spirit. Because sometimes people hear the things of the spirit and they think it's something different. Jesus was standing with people and God spoke. And some said, is tender. But they couldn't hear. Went to Pram Pram. God spoke. Some said they heard the sound of trumpet. Others were saying it was tender. Others also heard a voice. So in the spirit, you hear. You can only hear the voice of God in the Spirit. In the spirit. When you are not in the spirit, sometimes God can speak. You cannot hear. And then in verse 11, which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches. So here in the spirit, is a what you see. In the spirit also, apart from hearing, he saw. The right, what you will see. So you can also see in the spirit. You can hear and see in the spirit. And you need to record things in the spirit. Amen. Some of you hear so many things. In your dream you hear, God can speak to you. God can give you direction. There are some of you who think it's just an ordinary dream. It's just an ordinary dream. So 
You don't do anything. You just walk away. You don't pray about it. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. So in this part two, we are looking at few things here. Number one, do your business in the spirit. Do your business in the spirit. Yes, God wanted to work. God wanted to do business. God wanted to excel. But unless you do it in the spirit, there are so many ways people do business. People can do business by cheating. They have a way of cheating. They have a way of stealing from others. And these are things the word of God is against. They have a way of manipulating things. Amen. In the days we used to have um, the, a lot of uh, negotiations. We used to call them negotiations or the Eurobanks. In Ghana, you know, um, every village, we have them there. They were selling gari. But if you go and buy the gari, a cup of gari, some, they push the bottom up. In, in engineering, we call it concave. Concave. Amen. And some also put paper inside. So, the one cup is about a quarter. That's cheating. The Bible talks about that. that don't temper with weight. Uh, 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 don't temper with uh, weights. Some will manipulate. You are the one who gain. You don't do business and gain that way. It's wrong. It's doing business in the flesh. Sometimes I buy things while driving. And some of them, you know, it's not only the big guys who cheat people. Sometimes the ordinary man wants to cheat others. Sometimes they will delay the change. As the traffic is moving, then they will pretend. Amen. It's a way of cheating. That doing business in the flesh. That will not let you prosper. That will not let you prosper. There are some of you when, when, when as soon as you, you lay hands on somebody's money, hey, to release it, it becomes a problem. You will fight her. You argue her before you release the money. You want to be smarter. That's not the way. That is doing business in the flesh. Sometimes you, you take more than what you can handle. You have clients. You don't respect them. You take them for granted and begin to toss them here and there. You think you are smart. It's evil. You're not smart. Be honest. Doing business in the spirit, you need to be honest and very transparent. And 
God will bless you. Amen. Amen. There was a day I, um, I, I wanted to make a table, I think, for my children. And there was a carpenter. And every day I left with one leg. I left with a distance. All the time. You see, and most especially artisans, and there are some professionals, they think it's part of their trade if they know how to manipulate their clients. And all the time, they come with all kinds of schemes. It's not a good, you are a child of God. Believer, you're doing business. Be sincere to people. Sometimes, when they are complaining, then rather you put on some attitude. Amen. Hallelujah. Walk in the spirit. Turn to somebody and say, walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Lehman was doing business with Joker. And there was an agreement. But Lehman was a man who was operating his business according to the flesh. The first time Jacob met it, Jacob was uh, his nephew. But he didn't know Jacob when he was born, far away. So the parents sent Jacob to him. And Jacob fell in love with a cousin. That means uh, Rahel. Amen. Amen. Rahel was the person Jacob loved. And in fact, the first time Jacob saw Rahel, he cried. Just imagine a man in love and you saw a woman you start crying. Oh, men do that. Whom is a secret. Don't tell, don't tell ladies. Men cry. Amen. And Jacob lifted up his voice and started crying. Amen. And the uncle said, oh, no problem. You love Rahel? Serve me seven years. That's the contract. That is the... I, I, I'm not going to take anything from you. No diary. You just serve me seven years. If Laban had told Jacob, look, this is the diary. Jacob will have worked and paid the diary. But he said, you served me seven years. After the seventh year, normally they will bring the bride to you in the night. Jacob was in his bedroom waiting, imagining all kinds of things. And they brought a woman in the night. And then in the morning, Jacob looked. It wasn't right. It was Leah. And Jacob said, what have you done? But that was not the agreement. I served seven years for Rahel, not Leah. And then Laban said, oh, but you don't know the, the laws of the land. 
the first, the elder's sister should marry before the second. And so, if you want Rahel, then it should be another seven years. And then, because Jacob loved Rahel, and just imagine seven another seven years. So, he did. After another seven years, Laban said, it's now, now if you want to get some of the flock, you should serve another. Amen. And Jacob said, another, um, I mean, seven plus seven, fourteen. So, he served another six years for the flock. And that also Laban said, because he wanted to cheat Jacob, he said, it's simple. Um, if the goat or the sheep give birth and the color is plain, that one belongs to me. But if there are stripes, it's for you. And Laban knew that he has selected only sheep that are plain colors. Amen. So there's no way sheep give birth after their kind. So he wanted to be smarter. But thank God, Jacob was a man of the spirit. The first time God revealed himself to him through a dream, God spoke to him and told him how he's going to prosper him, how he's going to make him great. And even the land that is lying on belongs to him. And God actually showed him how he's going to deal with him. And Jacob anointed the place. And even pledge, he said, Lord, whatever you give to me, I will give my tithe. That was what secured Jacob. Because he was doing business in the spirit. Those who don't pay tithe are not ready to do business in the spirit. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith.
grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. In the spirit, you must be a tighter. You must tight. Christians, how much? That is nothing. Sometimes, I mean, one tenth. That one tenth, you can just spend it. But you want to be a man or a woman in the spirit. And so you give that one to God. It comes with spiritual understanding. I've read on the social media some so-called silly celebrities who say they don't believe in God. They say, I'm not foolish to give time. I'm not. They are not sensible. They don't know what they are saying. Because they walk in the flesh. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Now turn with me to Genesis 28, 16. When Jacob awake from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was not aware of it. It would take somebody who is sensitive in the spirit just to sleep in a place and he had a dream to say that surely God is in this place. If he was not in the spirit, he would take it as an ordinary dream. Jacob knew. He said, no, then I will not take chances at all. I will not handle this as something, uh, just one of the dreams. You see, when you walk in the spirit, you always want to do things in the spirit. You want to interpret things according to the spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. The man even went out. This is the gate of heaven. But this is where I've seen God. I saw angels ascending and descending. And God spoke to me about my future. This is the gate of God. 
he got the spiritual understanding to interpret the thing. There are some of you, God will speak to you. I know it's one of those things. It's all, oh, it's just a dream. Or something was telling me. You don't know that it is the Spirit of God that was speaking to you. Amen. Verse 18. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone he had placed under his head and set it up as a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place better, though the city used to be called Luz. Luz means a place of nuts. A place of nuts. There were a lot of almond trees. In that place. So the name Luz means a place of nuts. But he changed it spiritually. So you also can change things into the spiritual realm. When you have spiritual understanding. So he anointed the place and called it Bethel. And Bethel became as the house of God. He changed it from a place of nuts. To the house of God. You can, if you have spiritual understanding, you can even change the destiny of your family. You can even change the destiny of your children. You can even change the destiny of your life. By applying spiritual principles. If you have understanding, you don't joke with certainty. And indeed, that place became a place of worship better after several years it became a place of worship in Israel because somebody with spiritual understanding decided to activate God's principle hallelujah amen now God also appeared to him when Laban was cheating him. Let's look at chapter 31. We're reading from verse 4. So Jacob sent word to Rahel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude towards me is not what it was before. But the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have worked for your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages ten times. All the time the contract is being changed. But listen to me. You may be working with somebody. You may have a partner who trying to use worldly means to cheat you. But God will not allow it if you walk in the spirit. The only way you can beat such a person to his game is to walk in the spirit. You don't say, yeah, he's doing this, so I'm also uh, yeah, he's stealing two. I'm also stealing five. No. Use God's principle. And Jacob 
Yeah. Ten times. Every day, new contract. Hey, Jacob, uh, we change the contract. No, no, no. Jacob, we changing the contract. Every day. And God was with Jacob. May God be with you. Hallelujah. Amen. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said, the speckled one will be your wages, then all the flaws gave birth to speckled ones. And if he said, the strict ones will be your wages, then all the flocks bore strict young. So God has taken away your father's flock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goat mating with a flock were straight, speckled, or spotted. The angel of the Lord said to me in a dream, Jacob, I answered, here I am. And he said, look up and see that all the male goats mating with a flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of better. Where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me, now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Now God is speaking to Jacob. You see, Jacob changed the place. The place used to be called loose. And Jacob called it what? With anointing oil. And God started calling the place what? Better. So you see, if you understand spiritual things, there are some things that you do them, God will support you. And I see God giving you the spiritual support. But you need to walk in the spirit. If Jacob was not walking in the spirit, he would not have anointed that pillar. He would have thought, oh, it's just an ordinary dream. And as a believer, you need to walk in the spirit. So through dream, God revealed to Jacob how he can change the whole situation and how the mating goats and sheep, they can all bear speckled, spotted, and streaked colors. And, and you know, Lebanon children started complaining. Jacob is a thief. He's stolen our father's flock. Look, everything is going to him. But they didn't know that it was God who was working. You know, sometimes spiritually, when God is blessing you, people even can say, you are a witch. In your family, and they will say, among all the children, he's the only one. Go to his house. See. They can't understand the source of your blessings. Amen? Amen? I've heard siblings complaining. 
And why, why everything is him? Not us. Hallelujah. Because that person was applying spiritual principle. That person was taking care of his father. Why? His brothers were fighting him. Because they had no spiritual understanding. They didn't care for the man. And this one was taking care. And God was prospering the person. And then they, they had an attitude. They could not even understand. Why should God? They should go and fight God. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about walking in the spirit when it comes to business. Sowing seed, paying tithe. Blessing the man of God with your resources. This is how God can impart you. But it takes people who have understanding in the spirit to do certain things. Hallelujah. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamance's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 10, God said, Bring all the tithe to the storehouse. Do this to prove me. God is saying, if you want to do better, it's not better way. It's God's better way. Tight is God's better way. Do it to prove me. If I will not open the windows of heaven 
and pull you down, blessings that there will be no room enough. There'll be no room enough. It takes spiritual understanding. It takes spiritual understanding. I've had to counsel the were sisters. Their mother was old. And you know when people are old, it takes extra energy, extra patience, extra care. When people are old, it takes extra, extra energy. Some live with their father or their mother. They will not even think about how the old man is eating. They don't care about that. Because they have no spiritual understanding. Father is a pensioner. You don't even think. You don't even think that he has medical bills to fall. You don't even think about your old mother. Some even behave like, you know, the person is so, and they still behave as if their mother is a young woman. And when you are old, all your energy is gone. When Isaac demanded from from his sons Jacob first he spoke to his son Esau make the food I like and bring it to me you see, you may, you may be the firstborn, but the right comes with the responsibility. All the time he went to the bush looking for an antelope or deer. The old man was hungry. Before he came, Jacob had given the four. And he blessed Jacob. Look at the attitude of Esau. Esau did not have spiritual understanding. Jacob, despite his weakness, was all the time listening to the parent. It is very important. Hallelujah. Amen. Now number two. Walk in faith. Those who walk in the spirit, they walked in faith. Turn with me to Hebrew chapter 10, verse 38. Now, the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. God is saying, walk by faith, but if you draw back because of fear, my soul has no pleasure in you. In First Corinthians chapter 2, 4 to 7, and my speech and my preachings 
were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. If you talk about faith, it shouldn't be in the wisdom of men, but demonstration of the Spirit of God. That means you need to walk by the Spirit of God for you to see the demonstration. And it comes through faith. It's not by sight. The Bible says we should walk in faith and not by sight. Turn to somebody and say, walk in faith. Not by sight. You know, the sight simply means what you can see, what you can touch. But beyond that, God is a God of impossibilities. He can do what you consider impossible. Beyond your ability, God can do more than what you need to know. But that is the nature of God. That is the nature of So, you need to walk in faith. You may not have the resources, but you need to believe God. You can build your house out of nothing. God created the world. You don't need to get a whole buck of money before you think of building. You can build by faith. That's how God wants us to be. Point to somebody and say, you can build your house by faith. Hallelujah. Not by flesh. When you, the flesh or by sight means what you have. And with faith, you will build your house. Put your hands together for the Lord. You can buy your car by faith when you believe it. And God will give it to you. You can do great business by faith. Out of nothing. It's all by faith. This is how the righteous should live. This is how the just should live. It's by faith. Not by sight. It's not what you can handle. It's not what you have. But what God can do. That is simply faith. Believing God for what he can do. Amen. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith. Not by sight. That's it. We are confident. Yes, well, please rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. You know, you do this by focusing on God, not yourself, not what you can do, but what God can do. And God will surely bring it to pass. I see you doing great things. I see you building your house. I see you buying your car. I see you traveling. The things that you want to see happening in your life. Receive them by faith. I say receive them by faith. It's by faith. Not by sight. Hallelujah. Amen. Walk by faith. 
Deuteronomy 32, 20. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end will be. For they are perverse generation. Children in whom is no faith. So God is saying, if you don't walk in faith, he will turn his face from you. If you fail to walk in faith, which is walking in the spirit, God said you are perverse. And God cannot trust perverse people. The word perverse, if you want to know the word perverse, is a gang word. Boo-boo. Ah, Boo-boo. No, not straightforward. Amen. And God don't like people who are. I'm not saying God does not like those who live in Bubuash. <laughs> Amen. Say, may God help us. Number three, fight in the spirit. There are some of you. You love fighting in the flesh. And so Amen. You fought everybody in that compound. But in the spirit, nil. You ought to fight in the flesh. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Reading from verse 3 to 5. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our welfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high might, every heightened that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought to captivity and to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. You cannot punish the devil if you walk in disobedience. God is saying, your obedience must be complete in his word. According to his word. Walk in the spirit. There are some of you. When they come to the side. When they come to the flesh. Hey the way you can fight. You fight everybody. But then when somebody appear in the dream. And begin to beat you. Then you start crying. Because you walk. You fight only in the flesh. In the spirit. You need to strengthen yourself. Amen. And you can do it also by faith. That you should not be afraid. When you have a dream, you cancel it. Devil, you cannot. Speak to the devil. Say, hey, you have no right to be here. Amen. You have no right to be in my home. You can't be touching my children. 
you have authority. The Bible says in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means will hurt you. So you have power. There are some of you, you look helpless in every situation. Are you, you need to lay your hands on your children and pray for them and believe by faith. It's not everything that pastor should pray for you. It's not everything you run to your pastor. God has given you power. And you need to exercise by the spirit. Amen. We live in an age that, I mean, uh, it is easy to be deceived by charlatans or false prophets. They take advantage of you tell you all kinds of silly things. But if you know your Bible and you know the word of God, you can stand on your feet and God will give you the victory. I say God will give you the victory. One day, a servant of a prophet, Elisha, got up and he saw that the city that they were in had been surrounded by Syrian soldiers. He wanted to capture his master alive because the Syrians could not understand everything they discussed at cabinet level. Elijah was able to review them. So they were upset. It is simply because the, the, these um, Syrians, basically, they were living in the flesh. They have their own gods they consult. They have their own flesh that they consult. They have their own people that they consult. But Elisha was picking everything from the bedroom of the king. Including what the king was doing with the wife. So the king called the meeting and said, Who among you? Who among you? I mean, they made a crash at them. Elijah, no, I can't answer. Amen. Then they decided they should go and capture Elijah. Lie. You know, somebody that can pick information about you and you say you are going to what? Because that is what, when people live in the flesh, they fight according to the flesh. Somebody was saying something some time ago. Right? And this person had our front and said he would deal with me. Look at that. Amen. So the center of the soldiers out. And the servant woke up in the morning. The soldiers have surrounded the whole place. So he cried to his master. He said, Master, Lord, they are here. We are finished. Elijah said, don't worry. Let me pray for you. He prayed. He said, Lord, open his eyes. And his eyes were open. Then he saw hosts. Of 
army. God's army. In chariots. Fire. All over the place. He said, those with us are more than. In the physical, you could only see them. But those with us are more than. Hallelujah. You want to get a story? Let's go to 2 Kings chapter 6. Verse 8. Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel. And he consulted with the servant saying, My camp will be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Be aware that you do not pass this place. For the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent some to the place of which the man of God had told them. Thus he warned him. And he was watchful there. Not just once or twice. So anything that the king of Syria plans. Israel. The man of God will tell Israel. So the king of Syria was frustrated. In verse 11. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled. By this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? So he thought the information was coming from the camp of his own soldiers. Somebody among you. Amen. We live in an age that when you are talking, if you are not careful, somebody will record you. This one, it was Elijah who was doing the recording from his bedroom. Amen. And one of his servants said, None, my Lord, O king, by Elijah, the prophet who is in Israel. Tell the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. Say, hey! Nana! Bedroom of Crania, Cosmo. Elisha will record. Elisha is recording them. Hey! So the king was afraid. Eh? So what happens in my bedroom? Hey! So many Mirishawa, yeah, yeah, in the Elijah. Hey! Amen. Hallelujah. So he said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. And it was told him saying, surely he is in Dothan. Therefore he sent horses and chariots, great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed 
and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened his eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So when the Syrians came down to him, Elisha prayed to the Lord and said, strike this people. I pray with blindness. And he struck them with blindness according to the words of Elisha. Now Elisha said to them, this is the way. You know, so when they came, Elisha, because he was fighting in the spirit, prayed. And God blinded them. So they walk into Elisha's home. We are looking for Elisha. Where is he? He said, come, let me take you to his place. He took them to the king of Israel. And the king wanted to kill them. He said, don't kill them. Feed them. Make a party for them. Give them buffet. Let them eat and drink. And send them home. So next time, they will learn that the battle is the Lord. So when you fight in the spirit, you will win. Your dreams and everything you must position yourself in the spirit and pray. You don't allow anything to scare you. Don't be afraid. You know, Elisha was so confident because he knew that fighting in the spirit is superior than fighting in the flesh. Hallelujah. That is why we have all night meetings. Hallelujah. You come, people pray like. Amen. Come, and let's pray. And God will turn your situations around. Put your hands together for the Lord. We bless you, Lord of mighty for you are God and you continue to be our God and you even guide us even to death for you are with us through thick and thin we bless you O Lord Almighty and we thank you O God even as we position ourselves in the spirit May you, God, continue to win our battles for us. Lead us by your grace. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You want to give your life to Christ, you are here. And you've heard this message. Those of you watching us live, Covenant TV, you want to give your life to Christ, this is the right time. It's good to surrender your life to Jesus. And as I'm leading these people, say it after me. Father, in the name of Jesus, today I believe Jesus is the Son of God. And because of my sins, He came to die. Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Savior and Lord. Lord Jesus, today I come to you. I believe 
You died for me and because of my sins, you died. I receive you as my personal Savior and Lord. Help me. Now, if you say that prayer through the TV, as this young man has said it, you are born again, you are saved. What is left is for you to find a place of fellowship, the word of God, so that you can grow. No matter what you've done, God has forgiven you, has given you a clean sheet for you to start your life again. And don't blow this opportunity. Amen. You see number on the screen and make sure you made a contact. You need counseling, you need a prayer. Any form of support will be there for you. Now lift up your hands and pray. Father, we pray for your people. They've come with their hearts in their hands that you are their savior. Lord Jesus, write their name in the book of life and register them among the saints. We bless you, O oh God, for your grace upon their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, Nkroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.